and I'm going to table most of this. I started laughing to myself because I got a lot of notes right here, and I got a lot of stuff on my phone too, and I'm just trying to figure how I can stay at 10 minutes. Um, <coughs> okay. Well, I can take the phone off the table. Um, we've been talking about trusting God. It's a trust thing. Everything about him is a trust thing. Um, and learning to trust him with your heart. And how the, the Bible describes our heart. It says it is, it is deceitful above all things. It, it calls it wicked. And we have to trust God with it. And, and out of our heart, out of a trusted heart, um, comes wonderful thing out of a tr a heart that doesn't trust comes things that aren't wonderful, um, but it says this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a scripture ahead. We're in Proverbs three, but I'm gonna pull a scripture, maybe two, out of Proverbs four. It says in verse eighteen, and I'm totally off script. Emily, Jonathan, I apologize, but you guys are good. You catch up. <laughs> But the path of the just, look at your neighbor and say, that's you. That's you. Your path. Your path. He's talking about your path. The path of the just is like the shining sun that shines. Y'all know the sun's shining at nighttime too? You just can't see it. It's on the other side of the world, right? So the sun doesn't stop shining. You ever been in a, play, a, a jet, a, a, an airplane, and went up above the clouds and it was stormy down here. And as soon as you got up, whoa, what is that big, bright, hot, yellow thing? That's the sun. It didn't go anywhere. You just couldn't see it. So it's always there. It says the path of the justice, just like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. So there's daybreak. There's dawn. There's dusk in the evening. Those are both dim light situations. But as the sun comes up, it's, it's beautiful. I remember looking down at the beach and seeing the sun come up. And, and I, I caught something that I've never noticed before. The sun is round. But as, as, as it broke and came up, and I was looking at it over the ocean, all of a sudden... It was like this, and it was a scallop. It was scalloped at the bottom because for just a second, the way that it reflects off of the water is a particular way, and it, it doesn't do that anymore. It's still what it was. It just looks a little bit different. It's very interesting to me, but it's on its way to the full day, and we don't recognize all of its brilliance until it's there. And our paths in Christ are supposed to be like that and should reflect that. In other words, when we've just got saved and He's dawning in our lives, it's not like when we've been saved for a while. It's not supposed to be. We, we learn things. We, we learn to discern things. We learn things about Him. We realize giftings that are for us. We realize some things He gives are just for us. 
We realize some things aren't for us, they're for other people. Can I tell you that the gift in your life is not for you? The gift in God is put in your life, that's for other people. Now they, get, they can get confused and think that that's who you are all the time. I'm not Pastor John all the time. I'll sit back in the chair. I'll watch something on television. I'll go to sleep on the couch. My plan this afternoon is probably to go curl up on the couch. I don't like to go to my bed in the daytime. I like to go to the couch. If I, if I do take a nap, and today I'm looking forward to one. But that couch just hits me. It hits just right. And everybody, I know my family's safe. The people I care about the most, they're right there. I don't have to be dad. I don't have to be protector. I got a strong son. I got a, a strong son-in-law. I can sub a lot of that stuff out now. Matter of fact, if somebody shows up bad to the house, I'm going to tell them go get them. But it says this about my heart that it is desperately wicked and who can know it we can know it because his word will tell us about it and there's things in his scripture i would be doing you a disservice if i did if i skipped over some things now now we're not going to go line by line i love doing that but we're not going to do that exactly because proverbs will have you all over the place in five scriptures, you'll, you'll visit all the continents and, and, and everything. Thank you. Um, if I don't get to that, thank you. <clears throat> but it has to be entrusted into the Lord. Absolutely has to be entrusted. My heart has to be entrusted to the Lord. Because in verse 23 of chapter 4, I haven't even touched chapter 3. But it says, keep your heart with all diligence. Whose heart? Yours. Big right there. Keep yours first. You know, have you, do you, if you flown, who, who's flown in this room and a stewardess gave you instructions in the aisle before? Y'all remember that little scenario? Do y'all remember when they break that oxygen mask out? Do you remember what they say? They say, put it on your baby first. No, they don't say that. They say, make sure the person besides you has it. No. Make sure the strong guy on the other aisle, make sure he's got it. No, he says, they, they say this, they say, put the oxygen mask on you first so that you can put oxygen on your children, so that you can help people around you. You see that? That's from this principle right here. God's principles work in every facet of life. Keep your heart with all diligence. Diligence, you know what that means? It means you're not going to keep it one time and that'll do it. Oh, my heart's good. I, I checked it 20 years ago. It was still ticking just right. I mean, and, I, and I, I've said it over and over. The advice, just just follow your heart. That's the dumbest advice anybody could ever give you. Out of your heart flows the issues of life. Your heart is a storage container that if squeezed, 
what comes out of it lets me know categorically what you think, who you are, what you believe in, what your principles are, what's burning inside of you, what you love, what you hate, what you loathe, what you can't stand, and what you can tolerate. Your heart will tell me every bit of that because he said it would. Okay? We have to understand that our hearts have eyes. When it talks about in Ephesians, the, the eyes of our heart being open for understanding, that's talking about your heart. The, but the scripture tells us that we walk by faith, not by sight, because your heart will hijack your vision. Your heart will hijack your vision. You've got to know these things. So let me read you down just a couple of scriptures because I asked for 10 minutes and I'm about six or seven right now. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands for length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Where did it say there? Let your heart keep my commands. It's an instruction he gives to your heart. The submitted heart is so important. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. I told you before, your heart has to have principles that are set inside of you like a tablet, like written down, like a default setting. My heart goes to this. Because if I don't have these fixed places inside of me, then my heart will go anywhere. And remember this, it is a deceitful thing. My heart is, is desperately wicked. The Bible said, who can know it? Well, God knows it, and he'll help you with it. And here's how. Write them on the tablet of your heart, mercy and truth. Don't forsake them. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Now, where I was going to go was I was going to concentrate on these next four verses. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. I said I wasn't going to use the phone, but I got a scripture pulled up right there. I want to use that scripture. I'll close with this about this. If you're visiting this morning, first off, hey, we're glad that you're here. Second off, I'm not a I, I do not preach much about what's encapsulated in this scripture right here about your giving, about honoring God with your first fruits. But I was going to preach about it today, so you can consider this a fair warning for the next time that I preach. This is where we're going. So if you need to come down from something, if you need to come down with something, that'll be your Sunday. You need to come down with something. Because I, don't, I do not try to get into your pockets, but God has instruction for everything that you've got. 
and your this is what the scripture says. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor trust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I, I, I find it perfect that when talking about the heart and the dangers of following it and him giving you instruction about your heart that right there in the middle of all this he would talk about the thing that gets closest to our hearts is our treasure the bible calls it your where your where's your treasure is that's where your heart's going to be no wonder no wonder when you start talking about value and money I had a conversation this week right back here there's a lift station on the back side of this property y'all know what a lift station is that's a really 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 nice word for waterworks plumbing, and everything that goes through. There is a machine that filters everything that goes through septic systems in, in that, that is attached to the city. In Fort Mill, right back there, and, and look, it's not just one lift site. There's lift sites all over this county, all over this county. They have a machine back there that filters, constantly filters paper products. I talked to the guy back there. He said, it's been a good week for the machine because you can hear it. And you can hear it hit the bottom of a big, gigantic uh, tote trailer. They have to take that stuff someplace and bury it. But it's constantly running. Because we're always human, aren't we? And he said, it's been a good week for the machine. I was like, don't tell me. He said, yep, found a $100 bill in it. He said, I found a $20 bill too. I said, what'd y'all do with it? He said, you know, we washed it. He said, we washed it, washed it hard. And he said, then I went straight up here. We went straight up here to the store and spent it, bought a drink, pocketed the rest. Because they needed to get rid of that money. For that other money, that the deceitfulness makes you think that that money is right off the press and it's good and clean. Money's been all over the place. You can believe that. And that went right back into circulation. Just so you know, the deceitfulness of wealth and the treasure that's in our heart may have come from someplace else. Am I at 10 minutes yet? Y'all are like, please let us go home. But we're not eating because you just took our appetite away. No, I, th this is very important for us to get and understand. And and I'm, I, my plan is to is is to be intimate in knowledge with you about this, because the Lord has shown me some things from a child. Where my treasure is, that's where my heart is. As a child, I had a drawer in the house. 
where I kept money. It was my money. As I got older, my mom had a, a, a the incredible musician. She, she had a piano and an organ in the house. And behind the foot pedal of the organ, there was a slot where that foot pedal was a big foot pedal. It was a slot like a door. Back behind there, I had all my valuables. I had a cigarette lighter back there. I could start fires in the yard nobody knew about except for me. It was very valuable, only the most valuable things. Because those were treasures to me. Where my heart is, I put my treasures in there. One day, when Michaela was born, just big enough to walk through the house, we got to missing the remote control and pacifiers and stuff. And how did it go when you, when you, you busted her? How did it go? I was looking for something in the couch cushions, and I reached back just right and pulled out a stash of remote controls and passies and little toys, and her eyes got huge. <laughs> I don't remember. I thought she just like, as soon as she saw that, that you went to the stash and you started bringing stuff out, she like, uh-oh, and took off running to the house. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying... Our treasures and our hearts are like that. We learn it from a very young age. She had a passy. She had a passy stash. She was never going to run out of passies, even when we thought she was broken. And I remember we said, are you done with passies? And she's like, yes. And Christine said, well, throw it away. And she's like, whoom. And we thought, we told people, our little daughter is so smart. And she was smart. She had a stash. <laughs> the addiction was not broken <laughs> in Jesus' name. <laughs> what happened was that heart hid it, just like you do. You, you hide certain, the most valuable things in your life. You'll make sure they're in a safe place. You've got to know what your treasure is. And you got to know what all these things are that, that, can, that can distract you and keep you, literally keep you. We, we, we do that. We do those things thinking we're keeping people from getting in. But it may be keeping us from getting out what God's called us to. Amen. All right. Ding. Ten minutes. <laughs> Plus just a little smidge. But so let me pray over you. God. Your word is perfect, and it is for us. And we're going to dive into this deeper very soon. And I am convinced that there is blessing that we're not walking in. I am convinced that according to the scripture that I read out of Proverbs 4, I think 18, you know, Lord, but it says that our path is like the sun, the, the, the pure sun, that our view of it increases as the day goes on. That the light that comes from it gives us knowledge increasingly to the full light. We're always growing in you. We're always learning about you. And I believe that you're going to show us things that's going to help us and bless us and free us in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm ready for the enemy to be a spectacle in our lives. Amen. I'm ready for his plan 
his, his little stinky little plans to be made a spectacle of for God's glory. Amen. God bless you as you go this morning. We love you guys so much.